and welcome to LVB Presents. I'm Steph Thompson, founder of the London Voice Boutique, and we're a voiceover agency based in Soho, London. And we're going to take you on a little journey behind the scenes with some of our actors so that you can get a taste of what goes on in this world. Think funny stories, advice, and some useful insight on how to navigate this industry. Today, I'm happy to welcome Josh Pugh and Johnny Weldon, quite simply two very funny men. Hi, Josh. Hi, Johnny. How are you doing? Hello, Steph. I'm good. Are you good, Johnny? I'm very well. Thanks yeah, for having Josh. Well. Good. Uh, I met you both via Twitter slash X back in 2020 when I slid into your DMs, which I've only done twice in my life. and. Worked out quite well both yeah, times. Good results both times. Absolutely. <laughs> it's quite strange, quite strange you've abandoned that tactic, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I did do it one more time and I didn't hear back, so then I oh, dropped that. that. Yeah. Yeah. We, were too, we were too keen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed you joined someone else, though, you know. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So tell me a bit about how uh, what you're both up to at the moment. Josh, I'll start with you, seeing as Johnny's having his coffee. Thank you. So, yeah, I... Uh, my, if people ask me what I I, I do stand up that sort of thing yeah. I do Tell I do a bit of thing. acting and trying trying to write a sitcom but my main thing is stand up yeah so I've been doing gigs getting ready my my tour ready for early next year yeah so I'm getting that all together but and, you've only just finished one tour yeah I finished my tour in March oh was it only yeah God, years ago. yeah and, and but I filmed it and then put put it out as a YouTube thing so I'll probably do that again with a new one yeah. So just getting that ready, but just quite a nice position that you get asked to do nice extra bits, and I just kind of, I still say yes to everything, which I probably should start just filtering. Not that then this is fine. I was going to say not everything. this yeah. and not my voiceovers, yeah. but yes. Other than that, you can say no. To yeah, so things. stand up mainly, and then just work on a few scripted projects, which is dead fun. Brilliant, nice and a bit stuff. of professional fo- football in the media. Yeah, I play. We had our so I play for England's partial sighted team. We had our world championship in August. And did uh, you? Come, we come second yeah. with twenty. We we were, it was three three with ten, twenty seconds to go, in Ukraine. You can't even mad at them because it's Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. They scored with twenty <laughs> seconds to go, and it was a. Uh, and yeah, I'm still recovering from that. Really, I've got a Are bit you? of a sore foot and all this. Oh. But because I follow you on Instagram, yeah. obviously, and I was you got do like like training camps and things. Yeah, like that. we had a warm weather thing in Tenerife yeah. this year, which is just a great way to start the year. But I'm not thirty four now, which isn't old, but it's it's becoming. Is it? Hard, yeah. Especially with so much travelling and the work stuff. Yeah. But I do love it and I will try and do it for as long as I can, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's just... Brilliant. Yeah, it's great. And what about you, Johnny? What have you been up to? Uh, well, so I sort of mainly more more acting than stand-up. I, have, I did do stand-up years ago. Nice. And sort of... Hate, well, I think I hated it. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, mainly, yeah, mainly acting, really. So I've just... Um, I've literally, a couple of days ago, wrapped on a feature film. Brilliant. which we've been shooting for the last few weeks and then uh, before that I was shooting a, a Christmas special of Brassic which is going to be coming out this Christmas I think so yeah I mainly do sort of acting but um, more comedy acting yeah. stuff to be honest and have you found and have you found so are you being cast mostly for comedy stuff now well yeah I mean because I started doing all this when I was 11 in fact my first ever job was around the corner I did Mary Poppins nice. on Old Compton Street when I was 11 on stage yeah and then basically for like well, up until the, the the videos that you just mentioned, it was kind of like to try and get jobs and whenever and whatever I yeah. can. And then when the videos kicked off, it became a little bit more doing TV and comedy, really. So yeah. since 2020, 2021, I've fortunately you know, been a bit busier. Change. I've been doing sort of TV shows and comedy shows and um, 
but yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, uh, but did you both find, obviously you were doing stuff before the social media stuff, but you know, that's where you guys really sprung out for me. Is that, has that changed your careers, would you say? 100%, Definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, massively. What made you start? I mean, what made you think to do it? Just, I'd always, whenever there was a, a platform, I remember being at college and there was like a notice board, like an intranet notice board, I'd, also, I'd always put up fake posts and adverts on that. <laughs> and I was always getting banned from that. And that's that's what, that's what social media is. It's just a big forum. So I just I, I never took it seriously. Even before I did videos, I always put mad things on there. Yeah, because you do that anyway already, yeah. don't you? But then you post your videos I, I, on top of that. And then when lockdown came, I just had an urge to do, I'll do this video and put it out. And then loads of people liked it. Then I just kept doing it. And then it I became a bit more measured with it and think oh, I'm just I'll put it out at the same time every week and just see what happens mm. and yeah just it's and then I remember when it, I came back from um so I'd, I've been doing stand-up for nine years now yeah and when the lockdown came it kind of all went and when I came back from and I was doing okay I was getting gigs and stuff but no one really bothered and then when I come back from lockdown I remember doing this open mic in Birmingham and there was loads of people there I was never any people would go to this gig I was like why is all these people here and the guy <laughs> running it was like oh they're here to see you I, like, I couldn't believe it, yeah. It, it, yeah, it just changed it, yeah, it was great. Amazing. It's brilliant, and the same for you? Yeah, what well, I, I, the, my, the first video I ever put out was obviously in the lockdowns. I was at my, I spent eight months at my, well, at that point it was my girlfriend and my wife's, at dad's yeah. house, and I was literally selling wine over the phone <laughs> in his converted yeah. roof just to like try and get some income. And I made the, the first video I ever made basically having acted for a while I had this like wealth of knowledge of kind of like or what auditions were like yeah. or awkward dance calls or people that you meet and because all my videos have mainly been around the acting the industry and um my mate and I we just send voice clips to each other all day sort of just doing impressions of probably agents and casting directors <laughs> and just laughing about the yeah. industry so I made the first video I ever made, I literally just sent to him because it's kind of our language of the how banter. we, yeah. And he said, you should put this online. And I didn't want to because I felt like um, a lot of people kind of were. And I also, I've never been like a social media person. Yeah. Um, and I put it up and like, you know, what you just yeah. did, by the end of the first day, it had something like 50, 60,000 people have watched wow. it. And I only had a couple of hundred followers on Twitter. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I guess I'll do that again. And like what you just said, I kind of fine tuned it to work out like, what length of the video worked, uh, yeah. like when, yeah, when to post it. And I just kind of harnessed the, the style of it, I which, suppose. Which one would you say changed, like really changed it? I think the one where you were like the casting, the audition where it's like, yeah, I just need to be 20 different That's what the people. one I was about to say, the self-tape one. That, Yeah, the really? self-tape one. I, I think um, that was an interesting one because I think it was around then people like Edgar Wright and Ricky Gervais and Steve Merchant, and like John Krasinski. Yeah messaged me after it actually which was really surreal but what happened was I did this the self-tape video and then all these actors were all these big like famous actors were engaging with it and I then realized it doesn't matter how famous you unless you're just offer only yeah. kind of Hollywood even if you're like somebody super famous they're still doing self-tape yeah. yeah which means they're still having to like take a clock off the wall yes. yeah. and they're gonna have to get their wife or husband around or whoever <laughs> to put it up and that really unglamorous side of it yeah. um lots of people could relate to so yeah, yeah that one brilliant. that kind of and there's also um another side to it it's not just a person being self-taped is it yeah. it's the other person yeah. so i got that i would get oh i'm not an actor but my so-and-so yeah. yeah. my son is my husband or whatever uh, so i can relate to this um 
especially and in lockdown where it suddenly changed the whole like auditions yeah. weren't happening yeah. in in suite so you had to go and do it yeah. at home with but it, it was it was it was mad really i'd literally not left the house i barely left the town where i was staying up in manchester and just but just all through my phone my life was just slowly changing, changing. Yeah. amazing yeah. isn't yeah, it yeah it was really surreal yeah yeah that's where i came in and there it, is. Journey, yeah. there it is. There it is. <laughs> the change. Um, brilliant. So I was just going to ask you a couple of questions before we, uh, some of the other questions I have for you, but I wanted to find out who made you laugh the most as a kid? I'm going to ask that to Josh first. I used to love uh, shooting stars. I used to love Vic and Bob. Oh, did you? Yeah, because it was, I couldn't believe that these adults were being so silly. Yeah. And my dad would really laugh at it. Yeah. And we'd always do like, you know, we don't want to see it all. Like, yeah. Just, and we just, I didn't, it didn't make sense, but it didn't have to make sense. No. And even now it doesn't really make sense, but it just tickles you in a way. Absolutely. And I, yeah, I just look, always love Vic and Bob and Harry Hill. And and then, how, how old are you, Johnny? 20 or 30. So I'm, I'm 34. And we're at a great age. We watched Peter Kay explode. Yes. And we watched The Office explode. Mm. Yeah. It's like a golden age of that was in our that was in our most impressionable mm. age. Yeah. yeah. So we um yeah so all all that stuff really. Yeah. What about you, Johnny? I think like when I think back to being really young, I think Mr. Bean. Oh really? Was a big one just because of the whole how unique it was and it was all silent. And it didn't really matter where you, what language you spoke or whatever. You could just watch it and enjoy yeah. it, and it was so silly and so ridiculous and so bizarre, but weirdly you kind of felt for him in these situations yeah. as well but then I think to be honest like you mentioned in the office when I was in my sort of I can't remember exactly when it was early 2000s I think it first I yeah. it but mainly uh, kind of the work of Peter Vay, Steve Merchant, The Office and Extras that was pretty that was a pretty big deal for me and my mates and then as we grew up that kind of became a, a kind of I think like a cultural reference point the way we would yeah. talk the sense of humour so that that and, had a pretty big impact yeah and it really went across the ages I mean because I'm 20 years older than both of you and I think even to my generation that everyone was watching that and loving it at the mm. same time I was brought up on the two Ronnies so yeah different right. that was before and, your time and Dick and Dom in the bungalow Hilarious. oh really oh they just shout bogus increasingly <laughs> in the library <laughs> yeah no we rep them brilliant yeah I actually had Dom's Dom brought um, out a magic book once so I never did any acting or anything like that, but I had this weird interest in magic, which I think a lot of people go through as a kid. And um, yeah. I, I, somebody bought me Dom's magic book for Christmas, and he had all Brilliant. these magic tricks. I think. No, was it Dick? <laughs> it doesn't even matter. I'll tell you what. The smaller one with black hair. Next Christmas party, we'll get them all together with you guys, and you That'd can have a great. chat. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that would be really funny. Um, as you're going back, going back to your stand-up days, both of you, uh, I wanted to ask, like, what's the best heckle you've ever had? Because they, I mean, stand-up to me is probably the hardest job. I could never ever do that. I don't know how you had the strength to do that but what's the worst well the best that you've had um go on, do you want to... well no i mean you do more stand than me yeah. so i thought you, you know that it doesn't ha- i think, think with heckling it doesn't happen as much as people think right very rarely is it ever good yeah it's it's usually the the only thing i've had which made me laugh and it wasn't even a heckle and i'd been on i was dead new and there's these two women speaking and one of them just said to the other i think he meant well his intentions were okay but yeah um 
<laughs> but yeah, that, but I think the hardest thing to deal with actually is just like just chatter, just yeah. just chatter. Like a heckle, at least it's a direct thing you can yeah. do something with. Do you talk to your audience or do you try and avoid that? Uh, I will chat to them. I, I don't love chatting to them loads. Mm. Just because I want, it, I want it to be about me for that yeah. hour, do you know what I mean? I've worked hard on my show. Um, right. Do you ever think that you can, like, and maybe you don't want to say, but, like, if somebody, if it, like, whatever anybody says, yeah. you know that there's a phrase that you can go back with? No, people do have, like, set put-downs. Yeah. Um, but I try and just to be present and just, like, deal with it as its own thing. Um, but the other thing, a good technique is just to, if, you, if somebody says something, if you repeat the thing they've said, you kind of buy yourself more time, but you also set in context for the audience. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. when you shout something, it's not a given that everyone else has heard it. Yeah. So even if you say something brilliantly back, you've kind of got to have a second, repeat what they've said, and then yeah. just say, like, your mum's a slag or something. You know, <laughs> yeah. Just something, just something really, like, witty, really intelligent. Really present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm being in the school playground again. Were you, like, good in the school playground? Did you run the Mum's a slag. <laughs> stuff like that, really. Um, <laughs> to be honest, the kids these days just go, your mum. So yeah, you can yeah, just leave it at that. Blind. You don't even yeah. need to say the rest. Yeah, the rest it's a bit more blind. subtle these days, yeah, to be your honest, Your mum's George. really high achiever and got her own business <laughs> doing really well. Just, I, I implied on it. I just guessed what you were going to say. Um, what about you, John? You've had stuff in well, theatre. Did you get yeah, anything like that? I, well, I had one. I'm thinking of a stand-up. Because I've literally not done that many gigs. I did it a few years ago yeah. when I was just like not getting any auditions. And I thought, what can I do that's like... I can That's I can make it. something happen, you yeah. know. I can just like, and um, but I did I didn't do it for too long. But I used to do a lot because I'm, I'm really small. I'm like five foot three, so I used to. Um, I think it's a five foot four on spotlight, but I'm five, <laughs> five foot three. I used to talk so about you a lot. Can horse ride as well, yeah, so yeah, you exactly. know. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> I used to uh, talk about my height quite a lot, and I once said the line. I went out and I said, "I'm so small that if I spoon a girl, I feel like a rucksack." Right? <laughs> and I thought it was quite funny. And the first time I said it, no one laughed, but I just heard somebody get like. Mm. Oh, that's the worst. Just like, oh, bless you. Yeah, that's the worst thing. So that, really. Johnny, um, you just need me in the audience. Honestly, I'm mm. such a giggler as Please, well. Yeah. But I'll just laugh at everything, so you'll yeah. be fine. Just tell yeah, me next yeah, time. Yeah. I'll be there for you. Please do. That's hilarious. That's a good joke as well. Thanks. Yeah, it's a good joke, man. That's a shame. How do you come up with your jokes? Do you just look at real people? Like, I mean, every week you come up with something that actually... Is happening or real or you I know think, you both I think you just do like, that uh, observe you just see life through a certain lens don't you and that's what you do and all that same with actors are always observing stuff and behave, you know like if someone said no I'd do be a receptionist or something you you would adopt the things you've observed receptionist yeah. mm. and stand, stand up's just the same you're just spotting things and you just it's like anything you just practice it's what you do isn't it you just practice how long does it take you to come up with the ideas for your, your scripts, for your videos? Because you're doing one a week, Josh, at the moment. You're still doing them one a week. Yeah, yeah, still, still at it. Still going. <laughs> you can still get stop. them. Johnny, still Johnny's get like them. rolling in it. He doesn't need yeah, it. He gets those milk lattes. Now he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't quite made it there, Josh. So, so, sometimes it just drops in your lap. Yeah. You think, oh, that's ready to go. Or sometimes it's a bit of a slog. Or sometimes you have an idea and you're just sitting it for ages and then it will come. Yeah. If you knew, if I knew how to do it, yeah. I'd just, I'd, it'd be so much. Your life be a lot less stressful. Are but. there any weeks where you just, oh fucking hell, I've got to be funny again this oh, week? Oh yeah, there's, there's been been like weekends where I've not got one to put out, and yeah. I've just the weekend I've just vile at home. It's <laughs> horrible to do. Do you ever do like hundred attempts of the like one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's 
I say that's part of the writing. Like you'll find different things in it and all yeah. that. Yeah, it'd all be better if it was. If there was one every two weeks, it'd all be better. I'm sure of it. Mm. Have we thought yeah. about doing that? No, yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> No, yeah. so it's still making me laugh. They're yeah, brilliant. I'm doing my best, man. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, are you going to do any more? I know, I need to. I used to, like, in the lockdowns, I was doing this sort of every week, and then it became every couple of weeks, and I started working a bit, and I was like, oh, yeah. I No, but I always will, I always will, like, because all of my stuff was about being an actor, so I remember early days, I just wrote out all of the situations, like auditions, networking night, a press night, a recall, a whatever, reunion. And then I would just kind of think about to be honest, every video of mine is just a. I, I mean, I, I, I hope it up slightly, but it really is just like all of the things, I've, all the, the places I've been to, and all of the things I've experienced. Yeah. And then maybe at the end, I'll put, think of like a twist or some, try and think of something that yeah. the viewer wouldn't expect me to actually be that person in that situation yeah. or whatever. But yeah, I just kind of break it down. And I really like the one you did where you had one one line in something. Yes. Well, that's, that's my oh, actually, I don't know if I can say. Well, yeah, that that well, that happened to somebody that I know. They yeah. were in a sitcom. Yeah. And. Uh, they they the night that it was on tv it was like their first telly job and they got all the road round oh, no. so like all the neighbors came round wow. and there was like 20 of them in a lounge everyone like all in like this <laughs> with like snacks and drinks and everything it was like, Shit, it's on it's on it's on it's on and they all sat there and watched it and he'd been cut out of it <laughs> <laughs> so that was the brutal oh, lesson yeah. but then oh. but also as well yeah and, and but in that one as well having one line in the film i kind of like spoke about hanging around on set and yeah. stuff like yeah, that because yeah. i've not done much film work until like a few yeah. years ago so i kind of get the car as well yeah car. like because it's such a weird like when yeah. you do you just for a few for however long the job is it's like a weird holiday yeah where you just get they feed you they treat yeah. you just like give you unlimited coffee and put you in a car and then the job finishes and it's like there's no car for you anymore yeah. <laughs> no one's saying, you, you want that coffee you make it yourself yeah i did um <laughs> I, I had a small part in a bbc sitcom and i was like it's just a, a wind-up like you know i can't i'm not an actor do you know what I, mean? I feel like saying you know there's a lot of people talk about imposter syndrome right yeah. but in this situation i was a genuine imposter <laughs> It's, it's not a set. Don't tell it, them that. It, I was a like I'm so far up my depth here. What it's did unbelievable. you have to do? Just a couple of lines, right? And I was fine because as I, yourself or as a as, as a, a character. character. But uh, then uh, you see other actors and like they're they're preparing so right. meticulously. I'm like I'm just going to say this lines in a minute out loud. <laughs> but I think be, because you you're a bit fearless in that p- position because I don't I don't know about acting really, right? It, it was it's almost worse the more you know the scarier it is i think yeah yeah i think it's um i think it's really hard you often hear people say things like well the hard bit's done because you've got the you've done the audition so you're worthy of being there but in my experience you just turn up and all you feel is like everybody else knows exactly what they're doing yes. everyone's got their shit together yes apart from me yeah and especially if you only do like what you just described yeah. a day or two. like i did a job recently i was there for a while which was really nice and i've not done that before and i got to learn everyone's names and they yeah. knew me and that i got settled into it but if you just do a couple of days yeah you literally turn up everybody it feels like everybody knows each other yeah. yeah and then you just have to slot in and pretend you know everybody really well yeah, for, yeah it's for it's it's a lot and then you're being immortalized yeah. You know, yeah, there is that. that I, yeah. I had a little trailer. As I said, it said Lee. That was my character's name. Lee. I was like, who the fuck's Lee? It's your character's name. I'm like, oh, I said. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crossed it out, Josh. Yes. Yeah. Can't believe it. Well, that leads me nicely onto my question, which was going to be. How do you prepare for a voiceover session, or do you have any rituals? But clearly, Josh has none. So <laughs> I, I I do read I read the script. Yep. Um, and I just I just try and 
because I don't know how you feel, Johnny, but I feel I'll go in. I just try and be really nice and really chatty because I always feel like you're going to see how bad I am at this in a minute. No. So the more goodwill, <laughs> the more good work you get in the bank. Yeah. Before the session started, the better. Right. Yes, I agree with Spoken that. Spoken like a pro. Yeah. The only thing I thought of was. Um, I don't know. I try not to like have lots of cheese before it, or like any like milk. Yeah, like, really? Uh, yeah. Well, because like I can hear, I can. That's the only Blackie. like technical thing. Right. The only pro- other than that, I try to be really nice. Yeah. And I try not to eat all the free. There's often free stuff. Yeah. Can we just talk about the fact that you're both I've saying all- I'm trying to be nice? You've, you're both really nice people. How hard is it to try and be nice? Yeah, well, that's true. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going by myself. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. But the um. Also. I don't know how you find this, but because they're advertising people, yeah, they're so impressed by anything. <laughs> do, do, I think the opposite. Oh, I be, think they're really hard because to you're used, you're used to winning over audiences, paying audiences, or you're trying to get a script on TV and yeah. to give people to give you loads of money to make the script. So when then you're somebody that you're presented with with a, a mildly amusing advert. And these advertising people are just they're bent over double laughing at this advert. I'm like, this is the easiest thing ever. Well, that's great. It's nice. It's, it is actually, it's good. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I like, I don't, when you, when you get one of these jobs, there's like, I just feel like there's nothing to complain about. It's no, like you're in a warm yeah. room. There's a free bowl of bananas. Somebody's yes. offering you coffee. Yes. And you've got to say about two lines. Yeah. And you it's get great. paid all right for that. You yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. yeah. And it's, um, I, I, it's actually helped me with stand-up, I think, yeah. voiceover, weirdly. To, to learn that you can do different things with your voice and to get different things across with your voice. I've never done any performing before stand-up. Right. It's not some, not anything I'd really consider that you know, if you do the inflection in a certain way or if you speak with a bit more urgency, it just says it, it kind of, you know, kind of alludes. I, I, I find it dead, dead useful, actually. Mm. Actually, that's quite interesting. So you guys both tend to get picked for comedy roles in voiceover, in the voiceover ads that I put you up for. Do they kind of get you to read them as you or do you find that you have to bring comedy delivery to the to the table? I find that like nine times out of ten as well when I go in for these things, they have seen the videos. Yeah. And they, they, they just kind of want something quite naturalistic sounding and they, they kind of just reference my videos and basically go, that's why you're here, can you yes. do it like that? Yeah. yeah. And I just then try and make it as kind of casual and relaxed as possible. I'd yeah. say, you know, when they ask to do a wild, oh, yeah. how can we get a couple of wilds on this? Oh, that, so they're asking you to rewrite the script? A little bit. Yeah. But that, that, that's always one that gets used. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm like, you might as well just start with this. Yeah. <laughs> Shall I just write yeah. this for you? Hang on. I freak out at that. <laughs> I just come in wild. Do you, do you like that? Do you, if somebody goes, oh, just play with that. Uh, I don't mind. Yeah, that's one better. Oh. Same with the acting stuff. I'm be- My strength isn't isn't reading a line and delivering a line. Mine's taking the essence of a line. Yeah. And, ah. and that that's just where I feel more comfortable in that. Right, okay. I, I sometimes panic a little bit if it's like, be free with it. Yeah. Even though that's like... I kind of feel quite comfortable doing that in my flat by myself in my video. But when I was yeah. doing, like, doing that Brassic job, yeah. Joe Gilgan, who's like the big, he's the lead on it, he's such yeah. a nice dude. And he literally went, oh, and just there and then, we're about to go for a take event. He went, actually, I think it'd be better if Johnny's character just sort of starts on the phone to his mum or something. Should we go for it then? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, let me just check <laughs> on my phone. And I, I freak out. But I think yeah. that's a really good skill to be able to like. Yeah, that is a skill. Th- that's yeah. what I, I, but I, I think if I have a, lot, a set line, I just... I find it more difficult. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's just I'm just not versed in learning lines and delivering lines. Yeah. It's just how you come to it, isn't it? I Absolutely. Suppose, really? yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, so, okay, so what's the most unusual direction you've ever been asked to perform in a booth or if not in a booth, like, you know, in, in, in a situation, an acting situation, what, what would you say? I think, um, I think that, uh, well, many weird things across all acting, but the first, first thing that I thought with the voice, I was doing some ADR recently. Oh, yeah. And if you don't watch ADR... No, like, is that the pre... Well, as far as I know, there's a few types. You could do like background ADR, yeah. so when it's like scene set at a pub, the people that chat in, that's been recorded. But also, yeah. if it's like your dialogue, you recorded it on the day, but they might want you to redo that, the audio oh, okay. of that line yeah. for, for many different reasons. Yeah. And um, so I was doing one on a job recently, and I must have been like, like chewing in the scene. I think it was like set yeah. at, a, at, a, at a date. So like a dinner or something. Yeah, and I think there was like one bit in it when I went, sort of went like... <laughs> <laughs> And then they wanted me to do like five different versions of that. Wow. So I was just watching. And you're always massive. Oh, these what? ADR screens. No, you go in ADR screen. You're huge. It's like a cinema. Yeah, because screen. they're trying to match your voice to the mouth. So they you? want you're trying to, to really to focus it. on the mouth. So there's that line and it goes beep. And then when it gets to that line, you have to yeah. say it. And it was just me going like. <laughs> and then oh, a little bit less. <laughs> like that. You just have to go, what am I what doing? Do I doing? Why yeah. is this a thing? Yeah. That's probably quite weird. I think it's quite I'll say to Steph, I don't really get anything weird. I always get the same note, which is give it a bit more oomph. <laughs> bit more Everybody's oomph. so nice how they tell it to me. Like, that's really good, Josh, but obviously just remember we're trying to sell things here. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. You need you need more from me. More oomph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, because your humour is really deadpan. So obviously they hear that, they think that's brilliant. And then when they get in the booth and the client's sitting there and they're like, but he sounds really deadpan. They probably need you to oomph it. Yeah, because I also think there's like a there's like a voiceover voice that people think yeah. of. Mm. If you you know if, if you're messing about at home and say, oh, voiceover this thing, voiceover that read this menu out, people would affect this voiceover tone. And I think sometimes the the companies and stuff that they say they find you on the videos, and then when you don't affect what their idea of a voiceover voice is, yeah, I think it takes them a minute to. Well, I think it's very much in fashion at the moment to be the natural everyman kind of voice. Right. But the reality is when the client's sitting there, they still want you to bring that everyman yeah. up a notch and, and sell that product. I, it they? always scares me. You know when like, the, um, the director will just do a line or there's already a, a track for like reference? Yeah. I'm like, that is so much better than what I'm going to do in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, some, it's some great. Who, who, who did it that did, did our reel? Is it Alex? Alex, who yeah. does he does voiceover himself, doesn't yeah. he? But he was like, it was incredible. Yeah. He he was he was so, his voiceovers were, were amazing. So were you just trying to match him I when you like, were doing it? I was like, this is. I was quite intimidated. I thought this guy's really obviously yeah. an expert. Right. right, right, right. But not all engineers are experts in the voiceover. Yeah, world. true. And weirdly, the engineer that's kind of one to have. They're kind of everybody's on your side, aren't they? Mm. But the engineer, they're kind of on your team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. It's, like, it's kind of you and them, then the, the director, producer. Yeah. They're kind of in between. Then you've got the. Yes. Then you've got the, the creative client, team or the client yeah. side, sort of all judging yeah, you. Yeah. 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 It's nice when you go in with other people as well. Have you done many of them, or do you just? No, no. Yeah, because I. Oh, I've done one. Done one. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice that I did. Cause yeah, you, get you to meet... did. You went in and you had like three or four of our people, didn't you? And we you did the one. With, was it with? Um, 
John I? Yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, it was yeah. for uh, 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 cheese. A supermarket, it was yeah. A certain supermarket. <laughs> and we had to basically do like a barbershop quartet wow. saying cheese, like cheese, cheese, nice. cheese, cheese. That was it. It took about 45, well, it should have taken about 45 seconds. And we all had our different notes for saying cheese. Yeah. And after everyone, the like somebody or the technician was like, "Yeah, I think somebody's just slightly off," and it was me <laughs> yeah. every time because <laughs> I'm not equipped to like just come in. What do yeah. they pitch perfect? Yeah. Like yeah. cheese. Yeah. So they had to keep moving me around. But it's nice when you're with people. On you know? your spotlight, it says you can sing professionally. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I took that. Yeah. I'll update it specifically saying <laughs> cheese. Took that note and it's nice. It's nice as well because like you, if you do a film job as well, you kind of get like put in your trailer, somebody will come and get you at the moment and then you come yeah. out and you might not really get to talk to the other people you're working with. So if you do a voiceover job, yeah. you know, you kind of get to hang, hang yeah. out with people. All, you yeah. know, if you do it all day, like I did the big finish, you get to yeah. hang out with people all day. Yeah. Really well, nice. Well, that's, that's the thing with being on tour. It's so solitary. Mm. Do you find that really lonely? Uh, not really, because I'm, I'm used to it and I do enjoy my own company, but it is, you are, it's really solitary. Like, because yeah. there's no... There's no tech either, so you just go. If, oh, hello, this microphone works. <laughs> I will see you in three hours for the for the show. Really? Do you it's... know what I mean? And even, I mean, obviously you can have no ego doing these things, but nobody, you know, like you're on like a, an acting job, people like yeah. greeting you at the yeah. car and all this. But stand up, they don't even. I'm like, I'm here for the show. What about the supporting act? Do you even talk to them? Or yeah, that's my mate. Usually, have my mate do it. Right. That's that's good. Um, so there's the two of you in a car on the road. That's it, not even that. Sometimes you just make sure you're there. Wow. And then it's different because obviously I've got a family and stuff at home, but some people, if you lived alone as yeah. well, I think it'd be That'd quite be really a lonely yeah. gig, yeah. Quite hard to be funny at that point. Yeah, because you kind of, you've not spoke, some people haven't, you know, haven't spoke to anybody all day. The first people you speak to is like an audience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's quite a solitary. It, even the venue staff sometimes, they don't even, they don't know who you are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm here for the show. Like, our doors are at seven. Like, yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm on. Do you, know, do, you meet, do you meet people that watch the show after or anything like that? It's my worst nightmare, that is. Really? Yeah, yeah not, not nothing against so I, I say hello after and if, on tour I've pitched and stuff, but some comedians will go and hang out in the bar and all this. Yeah, I'm, I noticed I'm like, you legged it after yeah, the Yeah, I'm like, I tried just, to say hello and you you've just, just, like, you've yeah, just seen go. the best of me. <laughs> just leave, leave it at that. I knew, you know, I, I like, yeah. But no, I do chat to people after, but some people really enjoy. Yeah. Some people go out drinking and stuff with the yeah. audience and all that. Like each of their own, but it's not, it's not, not really my you. character, no. Mm. Well, I'm going to make you come and meet me for a drink next time, just so you know. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, okay, so my next question was like, who would you most like to share a booth with? Is there somebody that you would really, you really admire that you'd like to do Christ voiceover Sinatra, with? Chris I would have said. Oh. Oh, do you know, I was, I was thinking of the Go Compare guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I want to experience that in the flesh. Yeah. But now that you said that, <laughs> I... <laughs> No, I'm going thanks to not. <laughs> no, just you know when like a voice is so distinctive, yeah. Yeah. they're so good at what they do. I want to see it happen in front of me. Yeah, I think it'd be strange if, especially if he wasn't in the gear, if he was just in like a a tracksuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he doesn't yeah. have his mustache. In my mind, he wears that everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Is it actually him? Is he actually the person? Yeah, I was. Was, I was actually a... reading an article about yeah. it because we were trying to work out what he might make a year on a job the other day. Yeah. So we were googling him. I love it. And that's yeah, he's like a, a Welsh opera singer. Yeah, and I think he's a t I think he teaches as well. Yeah, and um, yeah, I love a big Frank Skinner fan, and oh. I always listen to Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, and I love his kind of. He's obviously a Midlands guy, and he's I, I kind of love. He's someone who's been a broadcaster for years. 
I kind of, I, I like, yeah. yeah I, I yeah. like his voice. Yeah. I liked it. You feel, especially if you're away from home, to hear like a, a familiar accent coming through the... You enjoy yeah. that. It's quite nice, yeah. Well, last year when you were doing um, a radio series where it was just you and another comedian and you were just asked to sit and chat and have... Weren't you? It was kind of like, here's the idea yeah. and now can you kind of help write the script? Yeah, yeah. So you and Frank Skinner would be a good one. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, you'd enjoy that. Yeah. You haven't got it. Well, based, just based on the fact that if you're there all day, you kind of might have lunch with them and you can chat to them. I would, and this is more of like um, who's you going dinner party. You've answered guess. who you're going to, who'd you like to go for lunch with? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say um, uh, Julie uh, Julie Walters. Oh, wow, yeah, yes. yeah, just like Fair play. just because I'd sit there and just absorb it. And, yes. you know, absorb it. not her being she, it, just yeah. it being Brilliant. information. Yeah. I'd be like, just tell me about your life. She, she can, I mean, you can tell her about that cheese advert. You there you go. Like, she'll, like, she'll love that. Yeah, if I know Julie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't I be a fly on the wall? Um, okay, it's five o'clock Friday night and you've finished a voiceover session. Where do you go in Soho? Josh probably goes nowhere because he's antisocial. I'll probably but... get straight. I'll probably walk to Euston <laughs> and then I'd get on the train to where I live. Now, um, what's that pub? It does all different flavoured uh, beers. Is it the John? John Snow. John Snow. Yes. I've been in there, I like it in there. Yeah. You've yeah. got under the weird little doorways. Yeah. Oh, yeah, going yeah. Going over the beers. That's one stuff. of the oldest pubs in Soho. Yeah, I, I like it in there. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Again, either the John Snow or the Coaching Horses or something like that. Is that on Poland Street? Yeah, there's a few. There's one on the corner down by by the Palace Theatre. Okay. Harry Potter's on. Any old, any nice old pub. Yes. That's mm. yet to look like a Spoons or a yes. Young's or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But I used to, I don't do it so much anymore, but my day job was... Um, like a sightseeing, walking tour. Oh, really? But like rock and roll Soho walking tour. Oh, that's cool. So I kind of know where like the Rolling Stones used to rehearse or like um, like recording studios. And stuff were like you that. So one I of those love... that stands outside of, um, in St Anne's Court that would talk about the Beatles recording? In... Yeah, probably. Were you? I yeah, always wondered yeah, yeah. who we're, went on those we're, tours. We're right next to Trident Studios, which right. I think today they do recording there, but there's, there's like a big Bowie plaque yeah, on the wall nice. and everything like that. So. I just, I so love Soho. My friend who, who's a photographer lives in Soho, like literally in Leicester really? Square, basically, and he's like, uh, he can't do any shopping. <laughs> like his food shopping. It's a nightmare. You can't, yeah. you can't get anything delivered. You can't go to a super. It's, he said it's really, really? he said just eating out all the time. I was going to say, yeah. 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 That's oh, quite an interesting place to live. Yeah, I don't think I it could is. Do it, that. Su- it suits him. Right. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I could do it, man. No, like a good shop. Well, I'd go. I'd see what's on the Soho Theatre as well. Yeah, Soho Theatre. I've, I've only. I'm quite new to Soho Theatre. It's quite a nice place to hang out, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, finally, I'm just going to ask, what advice would you give to someone? Well, I'm going to say comedy actor going into the booth for the first time, or or into acting for the first time. My advice to, to anything with anything new is just to in, enjoy it. To be, being a beginner is is not a bad thing. I don't think. I think you know, especially if you're somebody that uh, learns quickly, you you probably bring a freshness to something that somebody more experienced yeah. wouldn't bring, and it's actually it can be a real advantage and be yeah. really in your favour that you you knew. Mm. So, yeah. so so don't worry about it. Good. And everyone's real. It's really nice, and the people are so nice. Mm. So yeah, just just enjoy it and give it some. Mm. And try and drag it out over two hours so you get more, more money. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. <laughs> yeah, you guys haven't sussed that out at all yet. 
Oh, I did it in 10 minutes. Brilliant. I'll just do it for the half hour then. <laughs> what about you, Johnny? I think, yeah, I think I think that's pretty spot on. I mean, just just to go, I mean, it's mad, isn't it? Sometimes you work with people, young people as well, and they've got like a bit of an ego or a bit of yeah. a chip on their shoulder or whatever. And I just, it blows my mind. So I think just go into it with like wide eyes, be yeah. a sponge, just absorb everything and listen. I agree. I've been quite lucky recently to work with like, couple of like last year I did a film with Celia Imry right? yes and they worked recently with the Elder Staunton and like it, it, they are the, the nicest people in the world right yeah. but even if they weren't you'd be like oh it's all right because you're legends yeah but like when you meet somebody that's been doing it for so long at the top of their game and they're so nice you yes. go well that's why but well, not just why but that's part of the reason why you've been doing it for so long because you're so lovely to be around yeah, yeah it's no coincidence is it yeah and I think sometimes you know, certainly in this industry, some of the re one of the main reasons that people might have you back is just because you're quite a nice person I to be around. I think you're not you're not wrong. To be like, to have an ego and be a, a like a not very nice person on a set or something, you've got to be unbelievably talented. You've yeah. got to be like, and even then, people. I think it's really yeah. disappointing. Yeah. And the amount of people that will come off a set yeah, and go, mm. "Oh, what was it like to work with so and so?" And they were like, they don't talk about the talent. They yeah. talk about whether they were. A, a yeah. dickhead or not, yeah, you know, antisocial or yeah. whatever, whatever. And you think, oh, what a shame. You're yeah. not actually sort of saying, oh, actually, they were incredible to watch. But yeah, they were really that, That's what people say, like your friends and family, if you work with somebody who loves to say, oh, what, oh, what, what are they like? Yeah. They that's say, all people they, they want to know. They won't say what they're good. They'll say, oh, what were they like? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's how you'll be remembered. I think it's, it's another thing I just thought of is like, because when I started doing the couple of telly jobs recently, like, when you go into a, a, a work environment, like not so much theatre, but more like telly or, or I suppose working here in the voiceovers, you don't really get taught or trained like who does what and what like yeah. the hierarchy yes. is and the system or whatever. So when I started doing film jobs, I just really paid attention to like the language of it yes. and who's who and who does what. The, the, that's the, what the, call really sheet, the call sheets are so interesting, aren't they, as yeah. well? You get if some of the call sheet, it's like, look, People are rigging at like 6 a.m. Yeah. Then it gets like the talent is at like 4 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see all that has gone on yeah. before that yeah. person's got there and they're the ones that are first on the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. the credits. And they'll be the last ones leaving the set as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. When's you, when are you on the BBC? Has that come out? It's come out, yeah. And I was, oh. on, the, I was on the trailer, so it made it look like a much, much bigger part than it actually had. What was it? Lee. It was uh, Power of Parker, which was Sean Gibson mm. and Conleth Hill. Okay. He was like he was in Game of Thrones. I had, yeah. to do a, I had to do a scene where he was literally just shouting at me, and he was such a good actor. I was like, I, I, I couldn't help but take it personal. I was like, this guy hates me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good he was. Um, but yes. well, you did it. You know yeah, you did. I, did. I really enjoyed it. You know, I'm probably doing myself a disservice. I'm probably, I'm sure I'm doing fine, but. Josh, um, you really are. Yeah, but yeah. that's your skill. You put yourself down in everything. Yeah, well, he's. I think um, that's what you do. But also, these people are so good, aren't they? When you see a proper actor working. Mm. It's Thanks, like, man. Yeah, it's <laughs> like. I mean, we've seen the of it today. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> when it, they pretend to like, drop that coffee and that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's great, great work, I think. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming in to chat to me. Thank you. Thank you, And that's it for the show. Hope you liked it. And if you did, please rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. LVB Presents was presented by me, Steph Thompson, and produced by Mike Hansen for Pod People Productions and recorded by Sean Dios at Jungle Studios in Soho, London. See you next time. Hold up. 